welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I am Morgan Brian Birch, age 12, currently in sunny L.A. And today we'll be talking about some fantastic topics such as Victoria and Abdul, the Lego Ninjago movie, Flugel's Mission Complete, Earth, One Amazing Day. We are having some fantastic movies because it is the season of fall and there are wonderful movies coming out. We are going to be talking to Benjamin, who is absolutely magnificent about Victoria and Abdul. So let's talk about this fantastic movie. What were your opinions about this fantastic show? I really enjoyed it and I thought there were some great performances from the two main leads. Although I thought Ali Fazal as Abdul was not given enough to care a development to really be interesting, even though Ali Fazal does a great job as the character. Oh, really? Why, why did you think she did not have enough development? I thought that in the beginning, it seems like it's going to be a lot about him, but then it changes gears and it ends up being a lot about the queen, which isn't a bad thing. I just would have liked more um, backstory to Abdul's character. And what would you like more backstory about her? Like, what would you like to hear from her? More about where he came from and his beginnings. I get this film was specifically about their friendship, but I didn't really, in the end, I didn't feel like I knew his character. Oh. And what did you think about the queen? What did you like about her the most? I thought Judy Dench did a really good job as the, um, the queen. I think that she does, she's excellent at showing the emotions of her character. And you can tell what she's been through throughout her life. And you really feel the pain her character is feeling. Oh, really? And what kind of pain is she going through? She's very, I say, lonely. She is surrounded by people who comment on her every move and advise her, but those aren't her real friends or her real family. And she doesn't have very many people that she really cares about. But once Abdul comes into her life, they, she sort of he sort of ignites something inside of her. And she, she just becomes a much kinder person and finds something to really help her get through her day-to-day life. Oh, that's sweet. So what did you think about the relationship between Queen Victoria and Abdul Karman? Like, did you think it was something that was like just a friendship or did you think it could go something more? It's just a friendship, but it never really clicked for me. I felt like the chemistry between Ali Faisal and Judy Dench was not real. It didn't feel believable, and I thought that both of them do a great job on their... Both of them are excellent on their own, but together they just don't play off each other. Oh, really? What, why didn't they play off each other? Like, what would you see, like, tweaked or anything like that? I would have given them more scenes and focused it on that. And they do have a lot of scenes together. But I, something didn't click for me. I thought that maybe they were very, they felt like they were leading different movies somewhat. And they didn't really seem on the same page. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's understandable at times. 
And what did you think about, like, the cinematography? Because I have seen, like, clip-ups and such, and I think that it's absolutely beautiful with the scenes that I've seen. It is a very pretty film to look at, and it does a good job of exploiting its beautiful locations and showing you really how majestic and amazing they really are. And I liked all the locations they go to because they were very diverse and they go to a lot of different places. Obviously, there's like the Queen's Mansion and that's really pretty, but they also go to, I think, there's they go to India, they go to Ireland, and it's, yeah. Well, that's absolutely fantastic. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. See, we're talking about some fantastic things such as Victoria and Abdul, the Lego Ninjago movie, Flugel's Mission Complete, and Earth One Amazing Day. Right now, we we're talking to Benjamin about Victoria and Abdul, and we were just talking about all the different cinematography and the places that they went to. So, speaking about which, what was your favorite place that they went to, and why? Probably India. Because that's where the film starts out, and it gives you an idea of the sort of locations that are visited throughout the film. And it's where Abdul lives, so it's a kind of an important setting for the film itself. And I thought all oh, the architecture is really beautiful, and there's some good shots of the Taj Mahal. Hmm, well, that's very pretty. And do you mind me asking, do they have like any animals or such in India and all the different places that they went to? There is one joke involving a horse that I wouldn't get into because it kind of, it catches you off guard because I wasn't really, it caught me off guard because I wasn't really expecting this film to have as much humor as it did, which is kind of a nice thing. This joke just comes out of nowhere and it's very funny, so I won't spoil the punchline. Um, there are some cows in the India scenes from what I remember, but I don't remember much more animals. Oh, so they just showed you a lot of the pictures, like the beauty and scenery and such, but not a lot yes. of the animals. Yeah. And what did you think about, like, the acting and such between the all the other characters, not just Victoria and Abdul, did, um, between, like, all the other characters and their personality traits? I really liked Eddie Izzard as the Queen's son, Birdie. I thought he was any... If you could call a character in historical drama a villain that would be this character he's very evil and selfish and he will definitely not find his character likable and eddie izzard does a great job of maintaining that icky personality just for the entire film and I know that this is based off a book, so would you want to read the book now, or would you, like, not want to read the book? I would want to read the book to find out more details, because that's something about historical dramas. They tell you a story, but they don't include everything, and I, want to, I would want to see how much of it, it was actually true. Hmm. And, do you, um, and is this a true story or not? This is a true story. Oh, wow, so that's fascinating. And did yeah. you thought it was something that, like, did it portray the historic history very well? I am not very familiar with Queen Victoria, so I don't really know. But from the pictures that I've seen and the articles I've read, the general gist of the story is pretty spot on. Hmm. 
Well, that's absolutely fascinating. And it's good when they actually portray the accuracy of history very well, because then you can learn a lot from the stories. And that's something nice and actually very fun and interesting, that you learn lots of different things while you're watching film. And what would actually be one of your favorite scenes? One of my favorite scenes is when, basically I'd say the first 10 minutes or 20 minutes, there is another character, Abdul is sent to England. That is how he meets Queen Victoria. He's sent to England to present this ceremonial coin. And there's another person he's traveling with. This character is very funny. It's humorous seeing how everyone is sort of on edge with the Queen of England around and how they operate. And this one character is just... You know, questioning everything that's going on in this castle. And he makes this joke about calling the English all barbarians. And it's very funny seeing his outlook of everything going on around him. Well, that's very funny. And it sounds interesting as well. And what age range would you give this for? I would give this 12 to 18 because there is some subjects in here that maybe confusing for younger children to understand i don't feel they'd enjoy the movie as well so yeah and how many stars write this film uh i'd give it four out of five well thank you so much for talking with us once again benjamin it is fantastic talking to you thank you you as well and i hope to talk to you later on this is me morgan brian birch and let's take a break you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. And our sponsor for the day is Flugel Season 1. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hi, everyone, and let's go back. 
This is me, Morgan Bree and Birch, and we are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Victoria and Abdul, and we are going to be talking more about this fascinating film right now with Lucia, who is from New York, age 18. And our sponsor for the day is Flugel Season 1. It's going to be fantastic because we are also going to be talking later on about the Lego Ninjago movie, Flugel's Mission Complete, and Earth, One Amazing Day. So let's talk about the fantastic movie, Victoria and Abdul, with Lucia, who's from New York at age 18, right now. So what did you think about this fascinating film? I really like this movie, even though I've never heard anything about the story by itself, and I just thought it was just really amazing how they captured one of the most important pieces of history, and they just made it into a really great film. It sounds like a very interesting film. And what do you think about all the cinematography and everything? Because as I heard in one of the last reviews, they do have quite interesting scenes and everything. So what did you think about the opinion on that? I thought the scenes and cinematography was really fascinating and beautiful. The costumes were amazing. I just felt like they put so much... The director and the the rest of the crew, they put so much effort into those sets. And even even if they were just outside, it's still, it was still magnificent and really beautiful. Oh, really? So what was one of your absolute favorite sets? Ah, my favorite one was just the castle. It was just really beautiful. And yeah, and and it's huge. I've been to London four times, and I've never I've never seen the castle before. But or maybe I have. I don't know. But but anyway, um, yeah, I, yeah. The inside is just really beautiful. And what did you think about like all the different costumes since you mes- um, mentioned them? <laughs> um, like I said before, they the costume people they took a lot of effort to sew and and make the Let's see. Well, actually, the only costume that I can think that they could have improved on was Queen Victoria's one. Because some of her costumes were great, but I just thought, I thought some of them just seemed plain. Like, they should have, like, more more jewels or something like that. Or, like, sparkles or whatever. Hmm. Well, that's understandable. I mean, honestly, sometimes we can't sew all the jewels on one. Like, ah! Yeah. And it takes a lot of hard work to be able to sew all those little tiny beads and everything onto one brilliant costume. Right. And honestly, it can be hard. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about some fascinating topics like Victoria and Abdul, also the Lego Ninjago movie, also Blue Goals and Mission Complete, and Earth, One Amazing Day. Right now we are talking to Lucia, who's age 18 and lives in New York, about a Victoria and Abdul. So we were just talking about the fantastic costumes and how it can be hard to sew on some of those magnificent beads. And what do you think about like all the different acting and such? Because the acting can definitely really result into a film. Yeah, so I thought Judy Dench was amazing becoming Victoria. She she just really put effort in that character and she had she had like so much pain in her eyes and what I wrote in my uh, review, 
she mentions in the the movie that she is in prison because she she never gets to do what she wants to do, which is to explore the world. And she feels that if she went to India with him, she'd be assassinated because because they they don't really like her. Oh yeah, and Ali Fazal was amazing also because he he just wanted he wanted to become like a good friend of hers and and everything. And and every single time she saw uh, Queen Victoria looked at or just hung out with Abdul, she would just feel free and she would just want to know more about India. So I just thought that was fascinating. And this is based off of a fantastic book. So would you want to read the book now or what would you want to read it and learn more information and such? Actually, yes, I would. Because usually I don't really like to read books, but this seems like a really cool and interesting piece of history. And and I and I just when I lately I've been getting into a lot of history movies, and I was and and um, it's just really amazing how how two people from two different worlds can come together as friends. That is true, because when two people who are from different worlds come together, they can definitely make a lot of different things, and they can learn each o- a lot from each other as well. And it can yes. be really fun. And what did you think about that? Did you think that they learned a lot from each other? Yes. More more for Queen Victoria, because, because the whole part of this... This part of history, Abdul is basically teaching her about India because since she can't go, she can't go to India. He, he's just he. She just wants to know more about India and like what's the culture and the languages are like, and she just thought it was really nice to to hear about and learn about India from it from Abdul. Well, that's true. And it sounds like it would be really fascinating and such. And did you think that it was absolutely magnificent the way that they had all different kind of countries and such because they went to India as well as going to London? Did you enjoy that factor? Because it did sound like it's absolutely magnificent the way that they traveled so many different places. Yes, I thought that was really nice. I'm. There was one scene. There's two scenes, actually. There's one scene that I really liked. They were... Everyone was eating lunch outside on a field, and uh, I thought that was so cool because because then she could explore because she would have like a really nice view of of the field and everything. And then there's another scene, but like there's there's one thing that I really la- I still think about this every single day after I saw that movie. There was a really funny scene that I thought was really funny. In the beginning, you see you see the world of um, Abdul, and you also see the world of um, Queen Victoria. And so you got you got Abdul, who's just like he's just walking around doing his boring job, and uh, he and Queen Victoria is also doing her boring job, and. Well, she thinks it's boring. And so, basically what she does 
in in this one particular scene that's really funny. She's basically an Italian, like I am, because she she just went when they had the golden jubilee ceremony for her, she is just stuffing her mouth with food and then another scene she sleeps during the whole thing. Wow, that is pretty crazy. And speaking about which, what would be the age range for this? Age range I would get this would be thirteen to eighteen because because <laughs> there's no there's no intense moments and the plot is slightly is slightly complex. And they're only funny, sweet, beautiful, and some sad moments, like, towards the end, but I'm not going to say anything, but, yeah. And how many stars would you rate this fantastic film? Five out of five stars, because it told a remarkable uh, true story about how two people from two different worlds came together as friends. And, yeah. Well, it sounds absolutely magnificent, and I cannot wait to check it out. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. Thank you. And uh, let's take a break. I am Morgan Bria Birch, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, and welcome back. I am Morgan Brian Birch, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about some fantastic films such as Victoria and Abdul, and right now we're going to talk about the Lego movie, the Lego Ninjago movie, and then we're going to be talking about Flugel, Mission Complete, and later on, Earth, One Amazing Day. So let's talk about the Lego Ninjago movie with Benjamin, who's from Washington, D.C., and age 12. So let's get this interview started. So what did you think about the Lego Ninjago movie? Because I had an absolute fantastic time watching this, as well as getting to interview some of the cast at Legoland. 
I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it's very playful and imaginative, and I thought that I really liked Lloyd as a character. I thought he was very complex, and um, I liked the action scenes a lot, too. I know, so what was so special about the action scenes? Because I felt that there was a lot of Legos in them, and I thought that was absolutely terrific. The Lego movie and the Lego Batman movie had action in it, but not like this. These are very well choreographed, and I thought the thing with the real boss was very cool and an interesting dynamic for the action scenes to follow. And the robots are very interesting to me because they're not only giant robots. They're The robots that these characters use are kind of links to who they are as people. You know, the colors, the way they work, and their fit to their personality, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, you're right. That's actually something that's very interesting, the way that they work and everything, because they all have something that's special to everybody's personality, and that's perfect for them. And what do you think about, like, all the different colors that they have for the Legos? Because, I mean, there are thousands of colors, and it's a very colorful film. I really was admired how they incorporate, like, if you look at the Legos closely, you can see little scratches and see they're kind of weird away and kind of been played with before almost. And the colors are just all over the place. There's so many different colors. And the way these films mix computer animation with what Legos look like for real is a good combination that works well. I know, and one fascinating thing is that they actually use the computer animation, and when they're using it, they actually build it brick by brick. So it's exactly like Legos, but it's with computers instead of Legos. So that's a fun fact, and I was like, oh my gosh, my mind was just blown right there, like, computer Legos. And what do you, um what would you like do with Legos if you could use them on a computer? Like what film would you want to use next? Um I would probably make a Lego Marvel versus DC movie cuz I'd like to see that and that's probably never going to happen. Ooh, that'd be a good one with Legos and yeah, you're right. That would be awesome. I just I would really love that. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I, I would love that. And what would be, like, one of the best things that, that you could possibly see, honestly? Like, a bunch of superheroes against superheroes. I mean, come on. What's better than that? Yeah. And also, what did you think about, like, all the different characters? And who was your favorite? Because, honestly, they have a bunch of different characters, and they all have magnificent personalities. Chucky Chan, I thought, did a good... Or was good as Master Wu. He has this... He was... Well cast, he has this noble, wise personality, and um, my favorite character is Lloyd, because he has this emotionally rich backstory that really makes you feel sympathetic to his character, and makes him more interesting, especially the dynamic with him, and the villain of this film, his dad, Lord Garmadon, uh, that's not much of a spoiler, since it's in like the commercials and stuff, um... And he's complex, and it's cool how the film shows how he doesn't give in to all the negativity going on around him, especially since his dad is a villain. So, 
Yeah, that is true. And I think that Jackie Chan is an absolutely magnificent actor, and he is perfect. And I had a pleasure meeting him. He photobombed me, and I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, that was just terrific. He is fantastic. He's very kind. And I think that it's surprising that he said one of his favorite things is that he doesn't get hurt no more when he's um, <laughs> part of, uh, doing these fantastic films where he's a voiceover actor. So, And he's actually broken every single bone in his body. So, fun fact. And he's been acting forever honestly so wow i would be honored to be photobombed by chucky chan by the way i just have to say i would be jackie chan you mean sorry jackie chan excuse me but anyway really quickly um what would you say would be the age range for this magnificent movie four to twelve i enjoyed it a lot and lord garmadon could be a little scary to younger kids at first but then you find out he tells jokes and he's fun and funny and that should be good. Yeah, and the actor who plays him is really silly as well. And also, how many stars would you give it? I would give it four out of five. I really enjoyed it, and I'm interested to see where the Lego movie universe will go from here. Why not the other star, though? The f- first, like, 30 minutes, I didn't. it didn't really find its way for me. And I thought that some of the characters could have had more screen time. Uh, okay. Well, thank you so much for this interview, Benjamin. It is a pleasure talking to you once again. Pleasure talking to you as well. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about some fantastic shows and movies, such as Victoria and Abdul, the Lego Ninjago movie, Flugel's Mission Complete, and Earth, One Amazing Day. Right now, we just got done talking about Victoria and Abdul, the Lego Ninjago movie, and right now we are going to be talking about Flugel's Mission Complete, and I'm super excited to be talking about this fantastic show because I absolutely love it. And later, we'll be talking about Earth, One Amazing Day. Right now, we are going to be talking about Flugel's Mission Complete with the one and only, only Daria, who is age 11 and in L.A., and our sponsor for the day is um, Flugel's Season 1. And I absolutely am so excited because I personally love Flugels. So what do you think about this fantastic TV show that is now on DVD? I think that Flugels Mission Complete is so spectacular because even with like, um, even though it's for children and all and like for younger kids, I personally still loved it. And I'm 11 and I even watched it with my dad and we both had some laughs. So I think it's just like a spectacular DVD. I know it is for children, but it is absolutely adorable. And it is for like kids at heart and everybody for sure. Even my mom watches it and I still watch it. And I'm 12 and I'm just like so mystified by all the adventures that they do. So what is one of the absolute like favorite adventures that they've done or episodes? Um, My favorite episode was when they found out how mail works. And, like, they got to follow the mailman around and, like, into the mailboxes to find out how it was. And I really loved it because, like, although I already know how mail works and all that, it was so fun to, like, see them discover it. And I know that when I was younger, I definitely wanted to know how mail worked. I know, because, like, mail is something that's really mystifying to a lot of kids. And they're like, Mm -hmm. why don't we just send paper? And there was, like, a lot of people who were just like, what (laughs) they don't quite understand it but then like now you learn and it's really fun to do it with a bunch of alien friends so i think that's absolutely adorable yeah 
I mean, of course, they're doing this in a fun, curious way. So what do you think um, about the way that they're doing it? Because, of course, they're inspiring young minds, and they're doing it with fun adventures. And, of course, I mean, it's got to be fun the way that they're doing it by having these adorable creatures um, teach them things by having them go on adventures and also teaching them in fun new ways. So um, what do you, what's your personal opinion about the different opinions that they're teaching them? Because, I mean, they're not just stating out in long lectures. Instead, they're having adventures. I really liked the way they taught stuff because it made it more like action. It made kids want to want to go outside more and find out what these things are rather than like look them up on the internet it makes me uh the kids see how fun it is to go out there and find out and like how fun it is to not know and everything and i just really love the way the flugels found out what they didn't know because they did it in such a fun way and like it was just like an adventure every day and i really loved that yeah, and if you don't know everything, then, you know, you can have adventures just like the Flugels. And next thing you know, you're like, yay, I'm having fun every day and just finding out new things. And yeah. if, you, like, if you didn't know anything, like, you didn't know one particular thing and you were like the Flugels, what would it be? I would, like, wonder, I think, personally, I would wonder about curtains. It's just a random thing, but, like, I would wonder, like, why curtains? Why not let, like, the sun inside and everything? I think that's just a really weird one that I would probably be wondering. Yeah, that is a good question. And I think that would be, like, really fun for the Flugels to investigate because they'd be, like, conquering this like, gigantic thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be really adorable to see them try and, like, open up the shades and all that. Mm-hmm. And also, um, what age range would you give this a fantastic series? I would recommend this for ages like three to six maybe like seven because like it is very much for kids because they do teach them about stuff everybody should stuff most kids should know but like i have a feeling that like even some seven-year-olds would enjoy it and like would find some talk topics that they were wondering about too i know and like even adults would watch it i mean honestly even a kid at heart would mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, this is so adorable. I want. I, it would just remind them of their childhood. Yeah. And how many stars would you give this? Uh, I would give this four out of five stars because, like, because the, like the characters were just incredible. They had such a great personality, and like I really loved the way that they found out everything. And yeah. I know we should just definitely go out and adventure more and find out new things, like mm -hmm. the puzzles. So yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Thank you so much for talking with me about the Flugels Mission Complete. It's absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Let's take a break. I am Morgan Brian Birch, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. 
We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. It's me, Morgan Bria Birch, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about some fantastic shows and magnificent films, such as Victoria and Abdul, The Lego Ninjago Movie, Google's Mission Complete, and right now we are going to be talking about Earth One Amazing Day. I am so excited because I absolutely love documentaries, and this sounds like one magnificent one. We are going to be talking about Earth One Amazing Day with Joe Lead who is fantastic, and Jolene is from L.A. and age 12. So what did you think about this fantastic documentary that is a sequel on Earth? Um, Earth, One Amazing Day is amazing. It really, like, the, the videos and the quality is, like, super good, and, like, it's really beautiful, the shots that they took of nature. It's, like breathtaking all the colors and everything uh, it's it seems really difficult to get those shots and it was really worth it <laughs> i know right and it's it's absolutely fascinating how they have two narrators robert redford and it's absolutely hilarious that we were just talking about the one and only jackie chan and yet he is also the narrator in uh, this fantastic show or movie called uh earth one amazing day so, yeah. can you please explain how they have two narrators? Like, I don't quite understand that. Well, um, actually, I don't, I think, because this film is showing in, I think this film is showing in different languages in different countries, because I only heard one type of voice when I watched it, which was, um, which was Redford's, but I think Jackie Chan is, the narrator in a different version of the movie because I did not hear Jackie Chan in the movie. I did. Oh, I don't so, think I heard it. Oh, so he must be doing Chinese then. Yeah, or something like that. Well, I looked it up on IPD and both of them came up. That's why. Yeah. And uh, what did you think about this fascinating sequel to Earth? Because the original was Earth, and they made another one because Earth did so well. And they thought, oh my gosh, why not make another one? It's informing so many different people about the power of this fascinating planet that we live on. So what did you think about this fascinating sequel? Um, 
it was really beautiful and it was really informational as well. But like some some documentaries are really boring and some of them just talk information, have like a few pictures and stuff. But this one, it was really amazing. They made a story out of the animals' lives. And there are some parts where it was really suspenseful because, like, when they were crossing a raging river, it was like, oh, no, baby, baby zebra, don't drown. So it kept everyone engaged. And my mom, she usually doesn't like documentary films or she doesn't really like science at all. So this film, she came with me to watch it. She was still intrigued by it, even though she doesn't like science because of that. Wow, so that's actually quite interesting. And um, how many animals were there? Like, because you said that there were baby zebras and such. Yeah, um, this film followed the followed the lives of different animals. So there was I saw giraffes, um, some like bugs being born, um, zebras. Uh, lions, penguins, uh, iguanas, uh, a different species of bird I don't quite remember, but yeah, a lot of animals. And I did get confused. (laughs) Well, so speaking about animals, there's quite a bit. (laughs) Next thing you know, we're like, wow. (laughs) And um, what would be your absolute favorite animal that is in this movie? Um, I thought the penguin babies were super cute because they were, like, so fluffy and they were, like, eating. And I, I just love penguins. They're so fluffy. Oh, I know. Like, we just want to hug them. And be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and just squish them. I know. Next thing you know, we take them home. <laughs> like, here, go into the freezer. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about some fascinating topics such as um, the Millennium Olay Victoria and Abdul, the Lego Ninjago movie, Flugel's Mission Complete, and Earth One Amazing Day. We just got done talking about Victoria and Abdul, the Lego Ninjago movie, and Flugel's Mission Complete, and right now we are talking about Earth One Amazing Day with the one and only fantastic Julene. She is also in L.A. and she is age 12. So let's continue with the interview. We were just talking about how we want to have baby penguins. So I know that this is absolutely adorable. So what were like all the different animal species like? What what connected them all together in this film? Um, somehow like their lives like like it's really weird, but like they made a transition so that um. Because this film goes through each part of a day in the Earth. And um, somehow all of the... They managed to make all of the animals' lives involved with each other. So, like, for example, um, there were also hippos, I forgot to mention. But, like, so separately at first, they were focusing on the hippos and then the zebras. And then eventually they came together when they were both crossing the river. And then it did a whole informational thing about animals working together and it was really cool they did the same thing with like um with lions and also the zebras because um the lions and zebras were like competing for shade and it was really cool everything like interlocked and made sense (laughs) 
and was it too long or too short? Because, I mean, honestly, you said that there were a lot of different animals and how they all crossed paths. So is it too long or too short? Or how was it in terms of length? Uh, honestly, I think the video, like the whole movie, was like at least an hour long. But it felt really short because it was so interesting. But like, it wasn't, it was really informational and like, it was short in a sense that you wanted to see more. Hmm, well, that's perfect. And what was like one of the favorite facts that you learned or best fact that you've learned? Um, it was really funny when um, I had no idea that giraffes fought like this, but giraffes have like really long necks and then at the, at the top of their heads, apparently they have like these horns. And so when they were, there were these two male giraffes fighting for land, they just, like, bent their necks and started swinging their heads so much to hit the other giraffe. And it was really weird because I had no idea that giraffes' necks were, like, that flexible. But then it got kind of sad at the end because you saw that they were bleeding. Yikes. That's sad that they bled, but, yeah, I did not know that either. And yeah. Actually, that is pretty crazy. So what would be one of your favorite scenes that you want to be able to see while you were watching this? Uh, my favorite scene was when um, when the, the penguin dad was feeding the babies. Because, like, the penguins are so cute and they're so fluffy and it's like, like they're, like, begging their mom for food. And it was so cute because, like, they were, like snuggling together in the cold and then, like, kissing each other. And that was my favorite scene. Aww. And Robert Redford is absolutely magnificent. He is in charge of Sundance. He has a huge history. And he has a dreamy voice. I mean, come on. he He's just magnificent. He is yeah. a that you do not mess with. And he's doing documentaries. And he does have a dreamy voice who's perfect for this. So what do you think when he was narrating this fantastic um, film or documentary? His voice kind of like blended in with the music. I don't know how, but like, as he said, his voice is like really like mellow and like, I don't know. It's like, it's perfect for like this kind of film about like nature and stuff. It like, it's not like, it doesn't take away from like the nature feel it doesn't make you feel, like, disconnected when you hear his voice. Like, everything just fits perfectly together, you know? Hmm. Okay, well, that's understandable. I mean, honestly, he does have a very mellow, dreamy voice. And sometimes, yeah, that just happens where somebody's, like, perfectly in tune with music. And yeah. that, that's just, like, it sounds perfect for him. And honestly, what did you think about, like, all the ways that he's able to do um, so many different things and the way that he's so perfect for the role? Do you think that he fit in? like, just perfectly for all the animals and such? And did you think that the tone of his voice was not right for this? Yeah, definitely the tone of his voice is right for this. I don't know about, like, like let's say if... He, I don't think he would, like, get chosen for, like, an action-packed film or something like that. Because, like, his voice is, like, very chill and very mellow. So, like, nature and, like, and, like um, calmness and peacefulness. So his voice blended in here. That is actually really funny that you mentioned that because when he was younger, he was an action back star. So oh, really? It's actually really funny that you guessed that, yeah. 
I would have never guessed that either. I would have been like, what? So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's those little facts that you learn along the way. And last but not least, what would be the age range that you would recommend this for? Um, honestly, for everyone, like whether you're really young or whether you're really old, like, like everyone will enjoy this. Even if you're not into science or like not into nature and stuff, still you should like check it out because like I'm sure you will, for sure you will be intrigued by this. Like this movie is, has a part that's good for everyone. Like, there's um, romance in it, there's comedy, there's a little bit of action and suspense, which is, like, when, um, when the, when the, like, they're fighting for food and stuff, and, yeah, just everyone is sure to enjoy this film. Mm, definitely, that makes sense. And also, how many stars would you give this fantastic film? I would give this film five out of five stars. It's really pretty and really mesmerizing, the videos. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. I cannot wait to talk to you later. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest video reviews of new films and DVD releases and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our blog in the teen section of Huffington Post. This show is sponsored by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media on the Voice America Kids Network. Today's show is sponsored by the one and only Flugel Season 1. I'm Morgan Brian Birch. Thanks for listening, and have a sunny, fantastic day in sunny L.A. Bye-bye! Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week.